welcome to episode 82 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Hiccup Janelle Vecchio. Yeah, we've been trying to start for like the last 20 minutes and Janelle keeps hiccuping into the microphone. I think that's funny. Go with it. I don't know if funny is the word. Hashtag go with the fl- Oh. (laughs) Gosh. This is going to be a lot of editing or a long episode or something. No, leave it in. What's up, everybody? We're back, which I'm mostly excited about. But my heart is still in Hawaii. I do wish that we had just a few more days there. Well, we almost did. We almost did. (laughs) Which we'll tell that in a bit. What if you forget? I won't won't forget. All right. Well, um, we're glad to be back. We... Did not record anything while we were there because we were constantly snorkeling and having other awesome adventures. You can't take podcasting equipment with you while you snorkel, we learned. Right, that's true. (laughs) We didn't know that before. (laughs) I did bring the microphone with me, but, um, and in fact, at the airport, the guy was like, what are these extra cables for in your laptop bag? And I was like, oh, that's a microphone. And then I had to, like, separate that into a separate tub. Wait, on the way there? On the way back. Yeah, because on the way there, it was, like, amazing. Yeah, they didn't even, like, make us take our shoes off. They had, like, these dogs sniff us out. Like, we walked through this queue, and the dogs sniffed us in our luggage, and they just let us go right through. It's a good thing we bathed before we went to the airport. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I didn't record while we were there, but I did bring the stuff back and forth, so that counts for something, I'm sure. Your heart was in it. Yeah, I'll do it, but my heart won't be in it. To win it. Um, and Hawaii was great. So I guess we should launch into it, because we're going to probably talk about Hawaii a lot in this episode, I'm going to say. You're going to want to get on the compute and plan your trip to Kauai. So with that, let's jump into the news. And now the news. So don't forget, you can follow our hilarious Instagram stories. Did you see what I posted today? I did. Cute ones of the kids They're in the so backyard. Cute. We did bubbles and pl- and drew a chalk on the sidewalk or on like the patio. Their last day of spring break. I had to go back earlier. But sometimes you'll see adventures. Sometimes you'll see cute kids. Sometimes you'll see pictures of pigeons. Sometimes you'll see records I'm listening to. You never know. It all depends on how much room Phil has on his phone. It really does. Because I was just going to take pictures of them back there and my phone is full. So I'm like, I guess this is going on Instagram. (laughs) So um, check us out there. We have a Twitter. We have a Facebook page and group. All at Mandarin Orange. If you would like to email us some reader mail, email us at Mandarin Orange Show. At gmail.com. That's correct. And don't forget to rate and review us. So, we, do you want want to get a drink or something? I have a drink. Why don't you take a drink? It caused the hiccups. I don't know. I think it can solve the hiccups. No one really knows what hiccups are from. I know. That's so scientifically weird. Is it? 
When you get them, you get them. Me or you I mean, or just, everybody? Just the royal you. Yeah. Everybody. It's not really a thing, the royal it's you. It's fine. This will be called Hiccups in Paradise. And here's the other thing about hiccups. Some people spell it H-I-C-C-U-P, like hiccup. Other people spell it H-I-C-O-U-G-H-S. What? Like hiccoughs. I've never... Oh, yeah. Spelled, seen it spelled Oh, way. yeah. It could be spelled either way. So then you've got that whole thing. So do you have hiccups or hiccoughs? What happens if you burp in the middle? Then what do you have? You can be hiccoughs in paradise, and I'll be hiccups in paradise. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Kauai, because when we last recorded, it was shortly before we left on our trip. I yes. wanted to make sure that I was able to, you know, had time to edit it and put it out before we left. And then... Uh, I don't know. I mean, we we didn't do a whole lot before we left, other than just prepare to go. Yeah, we saw like, a movie. I had to hunker down. We did. You did finish a Wrinkle in Time. Finished reading we it. Read kids. it on the way there. Yeah, we read the last chapter, um, which was kind of a waste of time since spoiler alert, they did not include the last couple chapters in the movie. So lame. We'll talk about um, a Wrinkle in Time later on. Um, we didn't talk about it in the last episode. It was on there. Oh, uh, maybe we did. So we did talk about it. Oh, I guess we did. Yeah. Okay. But did we talk about how we also watched the 2003 Disney version of it? I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long. I can't even remember. Well, we watched them both. They both had their ups and downs. <laughs> the new one was visually stunning, and it had a lot of great acting and stuff. The older one was definitely closer to the book. Um, but maybe with some lesser. It had the kid um, from the ring. Yeah. So, like, he was definitely a better Charles Wallace than the kid in the new one. Yeah. But then the girl in the new one was a much better Meg than the girl in the old right. one. So, you know. And then I I feel like the, the three ladies, the misses, those were, they were good they were in good both in of both. them. Yeah. Although they really changed their character a lot in the old one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like the new one better for them. I don't know. There was a lot of things. But uh, I guess we maybe talked about all that already. So, let's talk about Kauai. We got, on the, we got to the airport. Like you said, it was the easiest, at least in LAX, it was the easiest security yeah. we've ever gone through. It was sweet. And, um, you know, we met, we went with Phil's family, Phil's mom and dad, and sisters, Melissa and Amy, and um, <laughs> and they got there like three hours before we did. <laughs> My mom loves to get to the airport early enough that they could like watch an entire film, get their nails done, have a few meals, go shopping, go to the bathroom several times, and then still have an hour to wait before they start calling for boarding. She should get that credit card that you get to go into, like, lounges for free. Because you get to, like, eat for free in them. And they have, like, showers. And they have, like, little Because I think really what she wants in. to do is just spend the night at the airport, right? Right. <laughs> like, that's what it is. It's, like, all around the world, you you get food, even, like, alcoholic beverages and things like this with your tra- your elite travel card. I don't know. I, she definitely... It doesn't, you know, run the risk of missing a plane. We would have missed our plane because the traffic was so bad. But little shout out 
to the 91 Express Lane stole. Yeah, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't probably wouldn't have made it. It shaved off like an hour. I hate like paying tolls, but sometimes. Yeah, just because we don't like paying it doesn't change the fact that and they're there. If you have um, three or more, yeah, you could get it for cheap or free, which we usually have the four of us when we're heading out that way. So, but yeah, I mean, we left with a ton of time, and. Like there were just so accident, many accident after accident on every after freeway accident. because yeah. we have three choices to go to the airport, and all three of them all were of them blocked. Were all trafficy. So so we're like, I guess we better take the one we have a toll pass on, and it worked. So then there was the dilemma for you. You oh. couldn't quite start your edible vacation. Well, yeah, and we talked about this at the end of the last one, my yeah. tube fitness challenge because. We went on, uh, we went to the inner tube thing where you actually ride on these inner tubes down this, they're actually canals, it's like a river. Irrigation. Irrigation ditches, I guess, um, that were dug back in the, like, what, late 1800s, That's I want to say? Um, you know, for the sugar plantations, and now those are all closed down, and so you can ride them through these tunnels, and it's, it's cool. It was like a little mini Indiana Jones adventure, you yeah. know? But you have to be under a certain amount to go on it, which I did not reveal in the last one, <laughs> no, and I not. will not be revealing it in this you one. You said you could go Google it, but... Yes, but hopefully people don't. If they really want to know, they can. <laughs> but anyway, I was just, just, when we left... You were like... I weighed the morning we left. eight pounds or something? I was something? eight pounds over what I should have, what I needed to be at. And I had two days, the first two days of the trip. I'm like, that's fine. I, I can lose 0.8 pounds in two days. I can do that. But because I had no way to like weigh in and check on my progress or anything. You were super careful. I was like super careful. Like I, I, I just had like a few proteins and a little bit of veg, fruit and vegetable, like on very the flight, light meals. You just had like diet on Coke. the flight. I, yeah, I had like a diet Coke. But like once I got we you got a pack there, of, like beef jerky. Yeah, I had like a pack of beef jerky. I had like some grilled shrimp and a little bit of fruit. I mean, just like little little things here yeah. and there. And so, and we went on a hike. We went on a hike. We went swimming. And so, the day before we were supposed to go on it, um, which was like our first full day of the trip, and I, you know, everyone is getting to go to these restaurants and eat all this great good food, food, and I was like, oh, I gotta be, I gotta be good, because like a little bit could throw off the whole right. thing. And they said when you talked to them on the phone that it was a very strict limit. Like, boom, if you're over yeah, it, yeah, it called. So we spent about well, we went out and did a, a hike. And on the way back from the hike, we stopped at, like, every pharmacy. And there's not a lot of them in Kauai. <laughs> no. But we stopped at, like, three or four pharmacies until you found one that has, like, the little br- blood pressure machine that also weighs you. Yeah. And, and we I, found one. You found it. At the Safeway. I went into it and weighed. And I weighed in then. It showed me it's two pounds less under what I needed to be at. And this was the night before we had to go the next day. Like but we knew, like, all skills are different. And... Right. So I just basically, like, stopped eating at that point. Like, I didn't eat any other food. I did drink some, but I, like, didn't... I tried not to eat because I'm like, if I just don't mess with it... Yeah, you're fine. I'm not going to, like, gain weight. So, I mean, like, I had, I had a little water. Like, that's all it was. I, I drank a little water. And when we went to the thing, the inner tube place the next day, 
like we were checking in and I asked the lady, I'm like, can I just go away in now? Like, I just got to know now. Like, is there a way to just get it over with? And she's like laughed. So they took me over there and they weighed me in and all these people like gathered around all the employees and I was one pound under. under. So, and I, I don't know, I don't think I necessarily gained a pound. I think it was just, you know, the what difference in wearing? scales and what I was wearing. Yeah. So I was one pound under. I was one pound but away. Every, it was so cute. I got it on video. They all cheered and like high five me and I stuff. got a hidden video of it. Because I told them like I had been working on losing weight and and uh, you know in order to do this. They were like high fiving you including our tube guide. Tubin Dan. Tubin Dan was one of the highlights of our trip. I know. He was, such, he was like a stand up comedian like the whole three hours we were with him. He yeah. was so funny. Yeah. It was great. So after after you weighed in, they took us up on a four wheel drive thing up to the canals, and it was pouring rain. Well, and as we're going up, <laughs> the they're like watching the water level rise in the river. Because the caves have to be safe to go into if the water level's too high. Yeah, otherwise you'd scrape your face on the roof. So um, we were the last tour. To go yeah. out from the day. They shut it down after us because it was going up too much. So. But it also meant that we got an extra, like, thrilling ride. Like, the guides were telling us, like, it usually doesn't move this fast. But since the river's really roaring, we were going faster through yeah. it. So, although it was possibly a shorter trip, it was very exciting. It was very exciting. It was super fun. It was so fun. Like, um... If we didn't do so many other amazing things, <laughs> yeah, compared to other trips, that would have been like the highlight. But it was up there though. Like I would definitely, definitely recommend it. It's not like super cheap, but they feed you. Yeah. After you get weighed in. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, your mom put it this way. Yeah. We pay about thirty bucks to go to Room Escape for an hour. Right, and this was three hours, including a full hour in the water. Right. And it was, what, 100 bucks? Yeah. Plus, they feed you. Yeah. And we had, like, the cool, like, off-road vehicle ride up there and stuff and back. I don't know. And the hilarious comedic talents of Tuba Dan, who I said you gave him um, our show. So, hopefully, he's listening right now. What's up, Dan? we're definitely going to talk about you. Yeah. Well, we definitely are. highly recommend it. Check out... um, Backcountry... Kauai Backcountry Adventures... And they do zip lining and tubing. You have to be about fifty pounds lighter to do zip lining, though. So that was <laughs> that not was the, not going to happen. On the table for this trip. And um, request Dan, tubing Dan. Yeah. Although all the guides were really cool. They like were. We had there was a great group of people that are working there. Just a lot of fun. But you and I both said like our stomach hurt from yeah. laughing. So oh yeah, hard. yeah. No, Dan was the best. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying that. We had a very positive experience. And you kind of don't really know what to expect going into something like that. Like, right. they didn't have to be so fun and nice and everything. But they. My, it, um, it came recommended by my work BFF, Trisha. That's right. She, like, as soon as she found I was going, she sent me the link. And then we went on, like, a double date with them a couple weeks ago. Right. I'm not sure if we talked about. I can't remember if we did either, but we had a lot of fun going to a room escape yeah, with them. Yeah, we went to a room escape with them, and she said it was the highlight of, of their trip, trip yeah. to Kauai. So. And I could see it. It was definitely a highlight. Mm-hmm. It was it was really cool. Um, 
other highlights along the way, like we did a lot of snorkeling on this trip, which we knew we were going to. That's what we do when we go to tropical locations. Yeah. If there's a place to be able to go in and see animals, we're going to go see them. So today at school, I always, my kids always, like my students always know where we're going. Right. And so when I get back, they always say, can you show us like pictures and videos? It's not even me. They want to see. And I showed them um, some of the snorkel, snorkeling videos. And they were like, how do you? How are you breathing underwater? <laughs> like, what's that? is that like? It, they just like so I had to like show them what snorkeling, oh, snorkeling was, and they were like, "I can't believe Luke and Audrey are so brave to do that." Because there was this one video with like hundreds of fish like right by right. us, and they were like, "I would be scared." I'm like, "No, the fish are more scared of you." And they're like, "What about sharks?" I'm like, that would be exciting <laughs> to see a shark. Yeah, still never seen any kind of shark. <laughs> no. Not even like a little... We've seen barracudas. We have seen barracudas and a lot of eels. And rays. And rays. Which actually rays are the closest the relatives of the yeah. sharks there uh, on that list. But anyway. And I did snorkel with sharks, Bill. Well, okay, in the wild. At not in Typhoon a... Lagoon, that which was... they don't have anymore. I know. That was cool. That was a tank. Yes, but I did snorkel with sharks. All right, well, that's, that's not the same thing. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, I didn't read the rules, and I got in, and I started diving down. And they're like, don't dive down! Okay, <laughs> and they so yelled at me. You're the reason they closed it. <laughs> so, But that tank is different. I mean, I've seen manatees in tanks, but it doesn't mean I've swam with them. No, I was in the tank with the sharks. Even still. It's a little different. Also, I did it too, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So I've gone with sharks too. <laughs> it was rainy and cold. So we, and then like Luke was crying because he was too short to do it. Oh, yeah. And Audrey was tall enough, but she's crying because she didn't want to do it. <laughs> now Audrey wishes she had done it. <laughs> yeah, because Audrey, man, that girl can snorkel. Well, both of them. Like, yeah. They were so amazing. They just have become little fish. And they... I mean, we never have given it, given them swimming lessons outside of us, and I mean, they just they went everywhere. Like, and when we eventually we did a snorkel cruise, which was another major another highlight. Major highlight. Um, and this this was one that that we took off from Kauai, went around the backside with the big cliffs, the Nepali coast, and got to see all that. Which you can only see by boat, helicopter, or hiking several miles. Well, in a lot of the parts you can't hike to at all. Yeah. Some of the parts you can. But then they take you across the channel over to Ni'ihau, which is Ni'ihau? No, Ni'ihau. The Forbidden Island. The Isle. Forbidden Island. And you don't actually set foot on it, but they take you right along the coast and you can look at it. And then there's a little rock... I think it's Lehue, is that right? That was the name of the airport. No, that's Lihue. It was similar. Know. It started it's with It's a L. similar name. Lehue? I don't know. Then it all kind of, although I understand how to pronounce it when I see it, a lot of the names in Hawaiian kind of start to blend together because they're all made up of like 12 letters only, yeah. you know? So anyway, there's a rock right off the end and it takes you to snorkel there. And it was so cool. It was rad. Oh, so it was right over this reef that was probably what, like twenty feet down? Do you think thirty feet down? I didn't see the bottom. Could you? No, see no, no. The reef part. Oh, just the reef was like thirty feet. 
And then, and then there's it the drop off. It had a drop off, like Finding Nemo style. Like it was exactly, it was a big flat reef, and then it just drops off into nothingness. But you could probably see down a hundred feet. Yeah, it, it was, was incredible visibility, crystal clear, and thousands and thousands of fish. So amazing, and. During, sometimes they've seen, like, manta rays and whale sharks swim up from the abyss because it's so deep there. Yeah. But we didn't see any. We didn't see any. Any there. But it, I could have spent, like, we only got to snorkel there for, like, 45 minutes. I could have spent. Uh, all day. Well, and so the reason I mentioned that in this is because there are adults and adults on this trip that didn't want to swim out over mm-hmm. the over the drop-off. For some out. reason... People get freaked out about going over like super deep water, which to me it's like if you're if you're in thirty foot deep water, there's no you're not touching the bottom to like anyway. So what difference does it make if you're in five hundred feet water or thirty feet water? I mean, I guess because larger animals can come out. Of and it he or even something. said he's all it's rougher in the reef, like the water's rougher yeah. in the reef. He's like smoother out with open to water. Smooth go. But the kids had, like, no problem. Like, you jump off the back of the boat into it, and they just... Yeah. Now, Luke did get cold pretty quickly. No, I'm regretting We found him a wetsuit, but it was short sleeve, short... Yeah. Shorts. And I found a dive shop out here in the Inland Empire, where we live, that rented, like, full-on, like, dive Super suits. Super thick ones, yeah. I... If we went back, I would definitely rent him one of those. Yeah. Because he's just, he has no insulation. Right. He's, he's super skinny. So he got to do it for a little bit, which is cool. But he, he went back on with Grandma after a little bit. And, and then he cried. He was sad because he wanted to keep doing it, but it was too cold. And But something made up for it. Everything was okay. <laughs> because during their crossing back to the channel, like we, on the way out there, we saw a bunch of dolphins, spinner dolphins. Bottlenose. We saw bottlenose dolphins. We saw, while we were out there, we saw the... Um, monk seals. The monk seals, which are the endangered... Super rare. Yeah, seals out there. Um, and then, as we were crossing back over the channel, we started seeing spouts from whales, humpback whales. 20, right? Like, well, at least 20. No, more than see. 20. There was, po- there was probably five or six different pods of whales with multiple over. spouts. So our captain, like, the, of the boat was awesome. This was on Holo Holo Charters, by the way. Um, they're the only what ones. What was his name? You saw him on the local TV. Glenn. Yeah, he was on the local Captain, TV show. Captain Glenn. Because, you know, I love watching so my local TV. I watched a lot of local TV. We went to some restaurants based on your viewing yep. of the local television. Because you never know what you're going to find on there. Plus, like, local programming is so magical. I wish we had a Yukaipa TV station so bad. You should start it. I don't know if you just start a TV station. <laughs> a UHF station. They make it look so easy in the movies. Well, anyway. So he took us over near this these humpback whales, and we were all standing up there, and all eight of us, my parents and sisters, you, me, Luke, and Audrey, we were all up on the bow of the boat, right on the side. Yeah, <laughs> like, Just, which, there wasn't a lot of, like, outdoor space, so I don't know how all eight of us happened I don't to be know. out there. And we were, like, you can wander around the boat, so we, you know, we were all going off in different places, so for whatever reason, we all happened to be right in the same spot, right on the bow, when this happened. And all of a sudden, this humpback whale came up. I mean, it could not have been more than 10 feet from the boat. It was so close. And it arched out. I mean, it didn't, like, leap out of the water, but it breached. It came out up out of the water. Tail comes up, dives down right under the boat. And you could look down. There's, like, a little platform where you can see under the boat. And it dove right under mm-hmm. our boat. You could see, like, it's white. Yeah, like the white fins. fins. 
I've never, I mean, you couldn't have been any closer without being in the water. No. I've never seen something like that. And we were all like, oh! And Janelle got it on video. I did. Now, the fluke didn't come up that time. No, it didn't come out of the water, but but you could could see see that it was going in. Right. I'm saying that we could crystal clear. But then, like, I think... I think it was very curious because it came up a couple more times. Oh, yeah, it was jump, you know, not and, jumping, but coming up and around a bunch. And we, like, made a joke that it was a teenager, and yeah. the mom was like... There might be whalers. Like, mom. There hasn't been whalers in, like, whaling. 50 years. Long time. Because he was definitely playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was just goofing around. He knew we were there. Like, yeah. he was, we weren't, like, sneaking up No, on because him. all the other whales were like, okay, see ya. Like when you when you see yeah. their spout, it'd be for, but for whatever and reason, the sky. around. It was yeah. amazing. So because of that, that totally like took the Luke's stress away. Like his worry about how you know not snorkeling. As and much. I'm about to go whale watching on Thursday, and I hope it's that gonna it's be tough exciting. to have something as exciting <laughs> as that. I gotta tell you, it was so, it was we'll see. unbelievable. And this wasn't even billed primarily as a. As a whale watching trip, you know. Yeah. But it was it was spectacular. What is another highlight? What else did we do that was a good highlight? Secret Beach. Yeah, that was really cool. No, it's not actually called Secret Beach. There is a beach called Secret Beach, but this is the one we call Secret Beach. It's called Poipua. No, that was a different one. No, it was called Poipua. No, that's the one in the south. That was the one that had the turtles on it. No, that was, um, that was, uh, you're right, that was Poipua. <laughs> Pua, Pua Ka'a. This is what I'm saying, you're just saying, like, all the different, it, it was. It, it was up there. It was up there near Princeville. How's that? Sounds good. Anyway, we pulled, we found this in the book, the book that Jeff Cloud recommended. Mm-hmm. Kawaii Revealed. And everybody on the plane was reading it on the way there. Yeah, so it's not like it's super secret. Not or very anything. secret anymore. <laughs> he sold too many copies. But it leads you to this spot where you can park. You go down a dirt road for a while, and there's a little hike, and it brings you down towards the ocean. So, and the hike is probably like what, maybe a quarter of a mile one way. Couldn't have been it much more than long. that. But you hike down through this jungle. I mean, we're talking vines hanging on the trees. We got Luke and Audrey swinging on them Tarzan style. Well, and it was like an old um, club med. Yeah, like a resort that and had it been was abandoned. All overgrown. It was really cool. I don't know if it ever was actually Open. completed. I feel like it was abandoned. And we'd have to look at the history. Yeah, because it seemed like it was just partial structures. But anyway, then you, it takes you down to the ocean and. This this amazing beach that's like all sandy beach, but it's covered by these trees that arch over it. Mm-hmm. Big long old branches, so it's all shady and perfectly calm, still bay out there. That it's on Wai- Waimea Bay, I think. Waimea Bay. Man, we are just butchering the Hawaiian language right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry to our Hawaiian friends. I think so. I think it was that. If I had the word Hanalei Bay, Hanalei, it was Hanalei Bay. I think it might be. I might be thinking of the Beach Boys. Yeah, it's Hanalei. Well, anyway, it was over kind of near Princeville, (laughs) (laughs) and we walked down it, and then by I don't know a little while down the beach, we came across these like someone had set up ropes that you could swing across, and like a little 
bamboo swing and then like a teepee type of hut kind of thing and the kids had this little like jungle playground to play on right by the ocean but we thought we were just taking a hike so we didn't have our swimsuits so we promised the kids we'd come back and oh did we ever oh did we ever it ended up having some killer snorkeling yeah outside of the drop off on the boat i think that was probably my favorite snorkeling We saw a lot of great stuff, though, while we were there. I mean, so many tropical fish. That place, though, we saw, what was it called? A coronet fish, I think? This yeah. big, long, coronet. skinny fish. It's not an eel, because it's straight. It's, like, rigid. It's like a combination of an alligator and a fish. Yeah, it was weird. And at first, when you saw it, I you thought, thought it was, it was a log. log. And then I was like, oh, it has eyeballs. Big old bulging eyeballs on the side. Really weird. Um, we saw, Audrey spotted this amazing flounder that, like, was super blended in. I still couldn't see it. It was so cool. I I videoed it. I stared at it. It was so camouflaged. And my I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have noticed it if Audrey didn't see it. Um, lots of eels. Yeah, you guys did see a lot of eels. Now, we didn't actually ever swim with turtles, but that one beach down in the south, I think it was Poipu. Poipu. That one, um... I remember that's poi poo because the kids said that's what happens after you eat poi at a luau. You have poi poo. <laughs> that's funny. Um, they, there was like two sea turtles on the beach. Well, and at first we thought they were like statues of them or something. I'm like, huh, that's kind of a weird place to put like a fake sea turtle. And then there were real sea turtles yeah. just sitting on the beach. And they had signs like, don't mess with the sea turtles. And of yeah. course everybody got too close to them. Most people stayed clear, but there's a couple of fools. And then an- another time um, when we were snorkeling, but you were like on the side and you saw sea turtle swimming from the shore, but we weren't by yeah, it. Yeah, we did some night snorkeling. Which is very cool. Because we have an underwater flashlight and you and Audrey were out, so I didn't have like, an- like I got out. No, you guys had the camera. I didn't have my camera. Yeah. And I saw it slapping, slapping its turtle fin. <laughs> slapping its turtle fin. It was like, hi! So, we saw a lot of great wildlife in the ocean. Um, we went up to Waimea Canyon? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. This, the, this big old canyon they call the Grand Canyon of the Pacific. Yeah. Um, really, that was really beautiful. Stellar, amazing waterfalls, yeah. stunning views, good fruit side stands. Nice, uh, some nice little nature walks and things of that nature. We also learned that fruit in Kauai doesn't last long because we went to the farmers market like five times and would buy all this fruit and then it would be like rotten the next day. But it was, like, fresh when we got it. It's just well, everything... The only thing that actually went bad is that one, like, dragon fruit type of thing, although it wasn't a dragon fruit. Yeah, but, but it'd it get, like, like spots on it really quick. Like, yeah, like, you had to eat so it the day you got it. Humid. Uh, yeah. But we had some good fruit. Well, our our hotel was, like, in the adjacent parking lot next to our hotel had... Hawaii Shores Hotel. Highly right. recommend. They, there was a farmer's market that meets there, like, three days yeah. a week, something like that. It's a ch- It was the cheapest place yeah. to stay in Hawaii. Great hotel, and then, like, it was great. all this fruit and 
roasted macadamia nuts and stuff you could buy there cheaper than all the grocery stores and stuff that right. we went to. I talked to this lady at work today who said she went to um, Oalani, the Disney yeah. one, and she said they stayed there for seven nights. And they didn't stay anywhere else. And she wished they would have maybe short. They could have probably seen everything in four nights. Because they didn't want to leave the hotel. But they knew they were missing out on like sightseeing around that, around Oahu. Right. So I told her, like, if I ever found a good deal for that, I would stay there a few nights and then change hotels. Yeah. Just because it's like a Disney cruise and you're not going to want to leave. Yeah. Whereas... In Kauai, it was like, okay, this is hotel's great and everything, but we didn't pay stuff. that much, right? So we didn't stress about. Not no, we being did have there. some fun at the hotel. They had, had a great a pool and jacuzzi. They had a a like barricade, like. What do you say? They had rocks. Oh, like there's a little lagoon. A lagoon. So That's the, the beach, what I'm the for. hotel was right on the beach. I mean, you walk out of the front of the hotel. And there's the ocean, but the side of the of the island we were on it was, was like rough. Waves. It was yeah. you know wading, like more advanced swimmers possibly. But this was not like a good snorkeling kid play beach. Yeah, and I felt like Maui, you could swim safely everywhere, but because Kauai is like so far out. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's on the end channel. of it. Kauai is like wedged in between yeah. everything else, so it's more protected. There are protected parts of Kauai, but um, anyway, so. Beautiful, and we walked and waited right there out in front. But around the side, a little bit of a path down uh, from the hotel, there was like this protected lagoon where they stacked rocks around and the kids could play in it. Yeah, and then on the last day before we checked out, the beach next door had made like this ocean river. Yeah, the way that the wa- the sand, sand had washed up, it created this little like lagoon river thing. And they like rode down the river. It was awesome. Um, so the hotel was great, and then we most nights we closed it off by you know, hotel, pool, and jacuzzi. Plus, they had a good restaurant at the hotel, yeah. It was great, it was a great place. So, and it was rainy like the first week, and we were okay with that because nobody was out. Yeah, we had the beaches to ourselves, we had hiking trails to ourselves, and it was so funny to ourselves. We were at this one beach and we were snorkeling. And it was a pretty crowded one. It was the one, like, all the way at the end of the road if you go to the north, where it kind of dead ends. Yeah. Great snorkeling out there. And there was, I don't know, probably a couple hundred people at the beach. And everyone was out in the water. We were all snorkeling. And it started to rain. It was, like, a rare kind of dry time for a little bit, and then it started to rain. And all of a sudden, everyone started running out of the ocean and grabbing their stuff. And the beach emptied in, like, a matter of moments. We're, we're like, like, you guys are already in, in the ocean. We're wet already. Like, what it's difference? It's not like it got chilly or anything. No, it just started raining. And all these people ran and, like, ran to their cars and took off because it started to rain. I'm like, dude, you guys are already swimming. But it was great because then we just had it all to ourselves. It's yeah. cool. Um, we went in caves. The dry cave was very cool. The dry cave was cool. There's one more unique adventure. The room escape. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did we the did Kauai, Kauai, Kauai Escape, some, I think, something yeah. like that. It's the only one in Kauai, so you could find it. And it was the en- Enchanted Tiki Bar. I don't think it said Enchanted, though, but it was something like that. It was the Tiki the Room. The Curse of the Tiki Bar or something. Something like that. And it was really good. 
Yeah, it was like one of the best ones we've done. Yeah. Like, and that's saying a lot because we've done and a lot we of like, escapes. Uh, we were like, we don't want to like do a room escape. We want to like go out. But then mom and dad got it like late at night and it was dad's birthday. Yeah. And so we did it and I'm glad we did. It was super good. Uh, we also did a luau while we're there because, you know, you got to be, you got to do a luau mm-hmm. when you go to Hawaii. And we went to the Smith family one, and it was really, it was good. The last time on our honeymoon, we went to Maui, and we went to what we were told was the most authentic one on the island, and it probably was. Uh, They did all the traditional Hawaiian stuff, and I kept waiting for, like, fire dancers to come out, and I didn't know. But Hawaiian hula dancing (laughs) does not involve fire dancers. So this one, this is where the mistake, the confusion came from. This one did like a tour throughout all of Polynesia. Right. And they did dancing styles from all around. So you go down to like Samoa or Tahiti and then you get your fire dancers and other exciting stuff like that. And it's cool because Hawaii is like made up of so many different people groups. Yeah. So it was cool to see all the different... But also, we just wanted to see someone throwing fire around. And I like fire dancers. And they paid it off in full, so. It was cool. The food was better than yeah. I remember. I think I'm a little more adventurous now. You are. Poi is still never going to be something that I will enjoy. I don't get it, because they say it's like rice, but. It's it's really bland. It's yeah. just a very bland flavor, so. And then it, they make it like it tastes. Like, pudding, like, because it's the consistency of pudding. Well, but then you're supposed to put it with, like, other foods and it, like, absorbs their flavor, I guess. I don't know. Well, we got a poi pie at McDonald's. No, a taro pie. Taro pie. Which is what poi is made out of, but. And, uh, we couldn't finish that off. I said that it tasted terrible. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) It wasn't the best. But we had to try it, though. Yeah, of course. I, um... It's hard to eat cheap. If you go to, like, the authentic restaurants. So one night I was like, we're going to McDonald's. And Audrey's like, but I don't want to eat at McDonald's. I want to eat something Hawaiian. Which is, like, the first time I've ever heard her... Not want to eat McDonald's? Say that. Yeah. But then, like... One late night, well, we're going to McDonald's. We need a break from... Chanel wanted a Diet Coke. <laughs> I want a Diet Coke. I want my two cheeseburgers and a taro pie. Well, and that's what that's what made it okay for her because I'm like, look, that taro pie. And they had, like, Tropical Punch Sprite. Right, the Tropical Punch Sprite. I feel like there was one other thing that was, like, unique to there. Well, they had, like, na- city names of Kauai on the wallpaper. Yeah, I guess just decoration. But anyway, so that, she was okay with that. Yeah. And I get it. I want to eat locally, too, but it's just not cheap. Although, if we could just have gotten the farmer's market every day, you know. Well, we did go there a lot. We did. And it was good. I blew through 20 bucks there in no time. Yeah, but that lasted (laughs) us quite a while. It was super awesome. What else? We took a boat ride up to the Fern Grotto. It was uh-huh. beautiful. Um, we met some really cool folks on our last day when we were leaving. We um, we did a hike that we again found in the book out to this waterfall. Hopi Falls. But it's Hopi. Hopi Falls. And um, 
there was this group. So it's this big, like, you know, set of waterfalls. And it says in there that you can, like, jump off into a pool at the bottom of it. Well, this was our last day. We were heading to the airport. So we were just looking for, like, a hike to do. Not necessarily getting wet because we don't want to be wet going on the airplane, right. you know. So we went out there, though, and there was this whole group of, like, I don't know, 20 teenagers, you know, probably junior high and high school age, and they were all jumping into it, and they were clearly locals. They were doing backflips and front flips and twists and leaping off of this waterfall into this surging water down below and popping up, you know, further down the river. And I don't know how, what, 25, 30 feet at least down? Yes, it was huge. And the river was real full because it had been raining a lot, so it was just roaring, you know. Right. Um, it's the kind of thing where if I had a chance to, like, go down below and swim and make sure it was safe and, you know, pick just the right spot, I'd probably jump in feet first. Feet first. But these kids are just diving in, flipping around, just, like, insane. And then there was, like, two adults there. And they were, like, videoing each other and videoing the kids had, and like, stuff. had, like, a nice GoPro. And finally we asked the lady, like, what's No, that? she approached us. Oh, she did? She was really friendly. I guess she so. was down in the lagoon, and she saw, oh, where are you guys from? <laughs> like, we yeah. were, because we were just, like, Just, like, watching, watching them do all their stunts and stuff. And she said that they were a youth group. Yeah, the guy that was, was the youth pastor that was, like, videoing them all. And we're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and then we, like, wound up talking with them for, like, I don't know, 45 minutes or something like that. They were so nice. And we found out that the girl... That movie Soul Surfer, or there's a book Soul Surfer about the girl who like gets her arm bitten off by a shark mm-hmm. when she's surfing, and that she like goes to their church and the people who made the movie go there and stuff, yeah. and so it was like they knew celebrities, <laughs> <laughs> but they were really 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 they cool. They were nice and um, just like totally like laid back, and we said we told I told them that you have been a youth pastor on and on and off, you know. And he's like, and I was like, there is no way we would get away <laughs> with taking our kids to a waterfall and letting them jump off of it. And he's all, man, these kids' parents party harder than they do. So yeah, he's like, like they're, that- they're like crazy. Like, they would do way crazier stuff than this. <laughs> this is nothing. And sure enough, like, there's a really, really steep part of the trail that comes down to the waterfall. I yeah. mean, like, it's going down the face of this mountain. We need mountain. to take our time. We're, like, shuffling sideways. We're like, are you sure this is the way? You know, holding on to tree roots and stuff. And then, meanwhile, when the kids come, like, these kids, <laughs> just they just down. barrel down. it. They're, they're barefoot in shorts, and they're holding, like, boogie boards <laughs> and inner tubes and just barrel down it like they're walking on flat ground. Yeah. And, meanwhile, we're like, Ugh. So, it was just fun to see the locals in action, and they put on and a good show. they were so nice, and we follow each other on social media, so it was cool. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. Any other good Hawaii, Kauai stories we need to tell? Because we're, uh, we've talked about it a lot. Hopefully yeah. our listeners get a feel for our trip. It was pretty I great. I think they got the, the, the highlights. We ate a lot of good food. I did not maintain that weight that I got down to for the tubes on the trip, although I didn't do so bad, because we did a lot of hiking and inner tube. I mean, inner tubing, we did that, uh, snorkeling, swimming, and stuff like that, so, you know, there's a lot of physical activity to balance it out, and we hiked most of the days. We swam or snorkeled in some capacity every Every day day we were there. 
We had to take a shower every day from swimming. <laughs> well, I take a shower every day anyway. That's not my requirement, but <laughs> for you, I guess, stinky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> On vacation, sometimes I'll go a day or two. Well, okay, so then, unless we think of something else, the final story... Uh, well, so the last day of our trip was our 15th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. The last time we were in Hawaii it was 15 years before that on our, our honeymoon. honeymoon. And um, so it's pretty cool getting to celebrate that there. Yeah, and it was cool because our, our flight didn't leave till like 10.30 at night. So we yeah. got like a full last day on our anniversary. And um, we like checked into the airport and... We're waiting around to board the flight, and they said, we need volunteers to bump. Yeah, the and flight I, like, was... ran up there. <laughs> it was not because it was overbooked, but because they have a shorter runway there. The plane has to weigh a certain amount. Yeah, and they thought it was going to be too heavy. So, at first, she said she needed nine people to bump. And then she only needed three people to bump, but, like, we were on the list pretty quick. And she's like, okay, so just wait to board the plane, and then I'll let the captain will either say, oh, you're bumped, or you're not bumped. Well, and the reason we want to do it is what did they offer? So they offered a hotel stay, because the next flight didn't leave till the next day. So we'd get a whole extra day. meal vouchers for your food. They they didn't give a rental car, but like... Transferred to the hotel. Transferred to the hotel. And they said... And we could give you a $1,000 voucher per ticket. $4,000 of travel vouchers. And I was like, okay, I've been in the travel blogging business for, um, this is my third year. And so I read a lot of stories about getting bumped flights and they're like, well, you know, they always start with like $100 and... You know, the, work your way up. You know, you'll be lucky if you get 500 And so they, they like, right off the thousand. gate, 1000 And I was like, you know what? It's because that's how much it costs. It costs more than that to fly to Kauai. That's what they thought we paid. They don't know what deals we got. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know we only paid 300 bucks for our Yeah, ticket. because that basically would be more than triple <laughs> what we paid for our tickets, actually. Uh, I, but I that's mean, what those kinda, other people probably it's paid. Good, it happened that we didn't have to because Audrey was getting emotional. She's tired. She would have been just fine. <laughs> but I was like, four thousand dollars. We could have gone to Europe again. Well, so you jumped ahead there, but in the end, they wound up not having anyone stay. They said it was yeah. okay. We, they, and the then, captain said he could fit everyone on. And then I had to do the. So I had to, like, destroy this couple's, like, bubble because they, like, were about to close the doors. We were the last ones on. And I come barreling down the aisle with my stuff. And I'm they like... They thought they had a seat off to I'm themselves. sitting here. So. Oh. I know that feeling. I've been on the other end of it. Yeah. Well, so. we made it home, though. and We did. Had a nice, uh, relaxing weekend, and now it's time to get back to school. So there's one final thing, because you did go back to school today, that we need to talk about in the news here. Um, some pretty exciting news. <laughs> Janelle, uh, tell us about it. It was... I don't even know when this was or how it happened, because I was at my trial for like a month. 
But I got an envelope in my mailbox at school from the Educational Partnership Foundation and um, a medical group that said I've been nominated for Outstanding Educator of the Year. Janelle is the Teacher of the Year at her school, you guys. So... And... Well, and what? Well, you're the Teacher of the Year at your school, and you're up for Teacher of the Year for the whole district. Yes. So, they only pick one, and there's like 16 nominees. Yeah, they pick one from each school, So and then you guys won the one from that. That's kind of a small chance I'll get it. I don't know. I, I think it's a <laughs> foregone conclusion, personally. <laughs> well, of course you do. Um, but it's very exciting. You're Teacher of the Year, and they only do this every other year. Right. So, it's like... The first time you've been eligible since you've been in this school district yeah. to win the award. So, of course, that you <laughs> are going to get it. That's so. That's what I think. Well, it was a nice day, nice way to come back from spring break because I definitely don't feel like teacher of the year material. I'm all, like, frazzled and I'm like, ah, so much to do. And Everybody after spring break. Teachers of the year can a, be frazzled. I gotta go to a training tomorrow. So, I'm like, lesson plaza. So, my poor kids don't even know who I am. <laughs> You're the so. teacher of the year, that's you. <laughs> so, that was really exciting. And the winner gets a thousand bucks. Yeah, the ultimate, not like The ultimate each. one, yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to go to that banquet. Phil's favorite. He loves banquet. Hey, if there's a chance of winning a thousand bucks, I'll go to a banquet. <laughs> and that's next. Next month, May. And they're going to come video... They're going to come, like, video me for the Teacher of the Year movie. Yes, they want to capture you being, like, inspirational. <laughs> you have to, like, point to the back of the classroom and go, Good job, Jonathan. You're going to be someone someday. Uh, well, I was going to start blacking out my classroom for the roomscape. Because so you better not yet. They need to come shoot that pretty quick, like... I always remember that on the Disney Channel, they would show the Teacher of the Year awards, and it was, like, the most boring, because it was kind of like Olympics, where, like, they would block out all the stuff you normally, like, got to watch, because they had all this coverage of the Teacher of the Year awards, and I was always like, no! I want Duck Presents, not Stupid Teacher of the Year awards! They spend a lot of time on Like, that. so much time, right? And, like, I was, like, so bored with it, and then my, you know... Mouseketeers, the Mickey Mouse Club wasn't on because of that. None of the good shows. No. But when we got married and you became a teacher, I like looked it up because I was like, I'm going to nominate Janelle to be Teacher of the Year <laughs> from Disney. And they never do it anymore. It's all gone now. Lame. So all of the time when I was a kid, I was annoyed with it. And then as an adult, they don't do it when I actually wanted it. So I'm glad you get it at your school now. Yay. Well, we have time for just one more little quick clip here one little segment because uh, we watched some movies on the plane so we got to cover this <laughs> it's movie time movie time cover it while it's fresh alright why don't you tell us about the movies you watched and then I'll talk about the ones that I watched well we watched one of the same so do that one last then okay so I watched Marshall um, which was phenomenal. It was about Marshall Thurgood. 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 
And if you don't know your history, he was the nominated as the first um, black Supreme Court justice. But this movie happened earlier in during his, his life, like law career. During his law career, and it was so good. And I just went through a court case, and I cried. And it stars the Black Panther. Yeah. And then the guy he defends right. is also in Black Panther. He's like the uncle. That, yeah. That gets uh. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but he's like the uncle. So, two guys from Black Panther. Which is, by the way, about to overtake Titanic as the third highest grossing movie wow. of all time, domestically speaking. Good. It was a good movie. Yeah. So then, I watched that on the way there, and then I watched the same movie, Filled In, which we'll talk about at the end. And then on the way back, I watched Roman J. Israel Esquire. Denzel. Which also was a court movie. Yeah, which I didn't think about at the time, but super good, right? Yeah, that was great, too. It was very different and unique, and... I watched both of those during the 30-day movie pass challenge, by the way, and Marshall I knew I wanted to see, but Roman J. Israel is one of those ones that, like, the trailer did not do it justice. It was a little too artistic. And I saw the trailer so many times, I wasn't sure I even wanted to see it, but I kind of needed, you know, I needed a movie to see on the challenge. And I'm so glad I did, because it was so, so good. So, the basic premise is he's, like, an uh, autistic lawyer? Yeah. Some, they don't ever, like, say exactly what it is, but he's very socially awkward. Probably has something like Asperger's or something uh, like that. But he's really, he's, like, a savant about... Facts and facts figures. Facts and figures yeah. and things. And anyways, it was very, in- it was very good. I loved it. Try to watch it without seeing a trailer, because the trailer kind of spoils a big twist, which is irritating. Um, You have to remind me what twist that was, because I didn't watch the preview. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you about it. And then the other one you watched that we watched, that we both watched. This was on the way to Kauai, was The Man from Uncle. Yeah. And that's uncle U.N.C.L.E. And don't think Phil didn't type it up in our Google Docs. Without the periods. That's right. Because he did. Chanel's like, no one's going to see it. And I'm like, I'm going to see it. I'm going to know if I typed it right or not. (laughs) Um, That movie, I cannot believe I missed that movie. It was one of those ones that I wanted to see in the theater and just never got to. your brother told you to watch it. Probably. I can't remember now, but... I just, you know, this before movie pass especially with kids, like, we just don't get to go to the movies that much. Yeah. And it was on my radar, and I just missed it. But it's Guy Ritchie, who's done... He did uh, um, Sherlock Holmes, amongst mm-hmm. many other things. Um, but, oh my gosh, it was amazing. It's a 60s spy thriller with, like, Russia versus America. And it was so good. I cannot believe that I didn't see it beforehand. It's it's amazing. Man from Uncle. Check it out. Do it. I also watched, uh, on the way there, I watched Dave, um, which is an old movie. No, I've never seen it before. Oh, right. You have never seen Dave. No. um, It's just, it's one I never managed to get around to. It's with Kevin Kline and uh, Sigourney Weaver. And, um... Isn't he president? Well, the whole premise is that 
there's a, the president is Kevin Klein, but there's a guy who looks just like him, and he gets hired to like be his double I have for a seen thing. That. And then this happens at the beginning, so I guess it's not a spoiler for like a 15 year old movie. But the president goes into a coma, and they wind up bringing him on full time, and he winds up taking over the role as president. And um, it's it sounds is a, like something that would be on Scandal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sort of a comedy but also a little bit like drama and it's just really really good like i super enjoyed it kind of surprised i had not watched that one before too um and then i also watched the shape of water on the way back and um that's the one that i think didn't it win for best picture i have no idea i think it did um but it was nominated for a ton of oscars this year and stuff and uh it was good I enjoyed it. I feel like the trailer kind of shows everything, which is a shame. And although I did enjoy it, I don't quite get like the I don't I didn't get the award hype that it had. I think it was really good, like and you know, there was definitely earned, you know, some of its praise. It also earned its R rating very well, but I knew <laughs> that was gonna happen. It was one of those ones where I kept like you know, you're on a plane, everyone can see what you're watching, and the kids are by me, so I kept, like, leaning real close into the screen so no one would see, like, the dirty scenes and it's stuff. It's good, like, the people next to you can't really see what Yeah, but if you look, like, to your right, you know, if you look to the next row up, if you're oh, on the yeah, aisle, yeah, you, you can see what those people are watching. So, I, uh, I leaned in and covered a couple spots there. But, um, anyway, but it's good. Like, I didn't, there's nothing bad, it just... I just think Get Out was the best movie last year, and I think that's yeah. what should have won. Um, but but it was you know it's worth watching. I'm glad I got to watch it. And um, we'll obviously watch more movies. Well, so one of the things that I like to do when you do have the touch screens with movies, when I'm gonna go to sleep, is I'll find a movie I've seen that I like that I can fall asleep. And I don't want to fall asleep in something I haven't seen because then you know I miss it. Yeah, but yeah. if I put on something that I know. Then I don't mind falling asleep in. So I watched, uh, on the way back, I watched They Came Together, which is Paul Rudd and uh, Amy Poehler. And uh, shoot, I can't, I can't think of the guy's name that directed it from the state. Uh, well, anyway, the people that know her are screaming at me. <laughs> um, You're tired. I am tired, so I can't think of it. But anyway, guy from the state, Michael Showalter, right? He directed it? Or was it David Wayne? One of the guys from the state. Anyway, it's great and super funny, and um, so that was a good one to fall asleep to. And on the way there, I actually watched a couple episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is not a movie, but I get to mention it here because I watched it on the plane. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's what I watched. Speaking of TV, I'm not going to do the whole other couch potato thing, but we also, Audrey and Luke were so excited because the new series of Unfortunate Events episodes finally came out. came out on the 30th. Yes, we already binge watched. We them binged all. them, and they love it. So and they're like so sad. They they're getting binge watching now because yeah. they're like we have to wait a whole another year. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, like that's the thing with Netflix kids is like you can binge watch an entire series. It doesn't like spread it out throughout the year. Right. So, so. like, when's the next one? Like, why don't we get to watch it now? And we're like, yeah, it's gonna be like another year now. And like, what? <laughs> but it's very clever. Very good stuff. And I think it would be pretty clever of us to wrap the show up here. Wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. 
and uh, hearing about our adventures. We want to hear what you've been up to. What are you doing on spring break? If you're going to go do something, let us know. Write us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com and keep us up to date. Yes, do. I've done a bunch of um, collaboration posts on for my vacation pants, so on other people's blogs, because I've been gone, so I contributed to others. <laughs> so if you want to see what I've done, I posted them all on, like, links to them on my vacation pants page. Sweet. Facebook page. Join our Facebook page as well, Mandarian Orange Show, and... Uh, keep us up to date on what's going on there. Post some fun links. We've got a few things in there. And um, hopefully we'll see you guys around the internets. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Hurry back. <laughs> Hurry back. Don't forget your death certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I think it's going to do it. Thank you guys for listening. And for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.